This is Trina De Filipina, and you're in the mix with Instant Vintage. This is Nikita from The Soul Diaries, and you're listening to Instant Vintage on Track Live. Yo, this is Jackson Waits of First Day Music. Right now you're listening to the smoothest show on the air. This is Instant Vintage Radio. Oh, 
Hey, this is Nikita from the Soul Diaries, and you're listening to Interpretive. Around me like I'm utilizing vinyls. My final destination are behind me like it's final. Tapped into my psyche, manifesting someone like me. Walk into the grocery store, end up bumping into my wifey. Write about my fantasies, they appear when they're vanishing. I organize my thoughts and it seems I'm losing my sanity. Rambling about winning my best whenever I'm gambling. Manifesting most of my money and palms handling. Channeling my inner self with my inner self. So it's two times deeper beyond things that I felt. If I felt, I feel. If I dealt, I deal. Giving my ideals. Now I got what's real, tangible, not mechanical, caging my inner animal, men is eating up most of my time, the clock is a cannibal, yet yeah, it's all the essence, manifest the message, when there's nothing to count on, I'm counting all of my blessings, I'm out.
go back a long time I've been riding with you since day one And oh, I remember we were just kids You were singing, winning, so young and innocent But these days, you don't really sound the same Do you still have the same range that you did when you were 14, girl? Probably put you on an A-list That'll probably get you on a playlist Stop you being so damn underrated oh, What is going on, Joanna? What is going on, Joanna? Sorry to get deep, but heard your story before, it's not unique. You sounded resentful, take a seat. It must be something that you did. Did you go and have somebody's kid? Your shit don't even go that high. Why can't you just play your part? Speaking of which, where did your acting career go? Huh. You were supposed to be somebody. You were supposed to make more money, make us proud. Nobody likes you in Massachusetts You should just hurry and drop your new shit Hurry and drop your new shit
I've been riding through the streets two weeks fighting, calling you, baby. Know you get a kick out of kicking it, then stalling me crazy. Let's get curious, take it serious, take the best of life, offering, baby. You know how it go, first you lose your clothes, we start fucking around, now we in it. It's emotions in your ocean, I could drown all day. When we and down, it's too much fun, pretend. Love me, sweet, bitter, sweet, it got intoxicated me. With your temptation, now it's controlling me You only come around when I'm in town You don't want no else just to be You an open, closed case when I hope it ain't I just think I can when I know I can Oceans in your ocean, I could drown all day When we and down, it's too much fun Pretend love me Sweet, bitter, sweet, it got intoxicated me Slow grind. I know I can change your mind. Pretty soon, girl, you'll be alright. 
Vintage Radio. 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 Oh, <laughs> 
Thank you for tuning in to Instant Vintage Radio, Chapter 67. Welcome along. On our guest mix today is Wee Boogie of San Mateo, California. Also known as Hui Ha, Wee, which stands for One Unique Intellect, is a b-boy, sound engineer, and DJ for the Creative Transit Agency with RJ Kuraul. Wee Boogie has residencies at Spin San Francisco, as well as 7th West in Oakland, the latter of which is for his Aqua Boogie Party every second Thursday. During my interview with Wee, Wee reveals his time before joining Creative Transit Agency, why he chose to DJ, the significance his b-boy heritage plays in his DJing, his advice for aspiring DJs, as well as b-boys and b-girls alike, and what one of his favorite music albums is. This is Wee Boogie. What is the origin behind your DJ name, Wee Boogie? So my real name is Hui, uh, which kind of makes sense why my DJ name is Wee Boogie. Um, I'm a Vietnamese and Chinese descent with a little bit of French too. So um, I chose Wee Boogie because this was a name that was given to me by uh, some of the B-boys and uh, hip-hop um, inspirational leaders that I looked up to when I was dancing with them, when I started getting to DJing. Um, and in short, it's pretty cool because, you know, we we're trying to break down why, you know, I should have that name and, you know, OUI, it stands for One Unique Intellect. So I kind of like nice. that. I like um, that. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 you know, and, and Boogie, you know, um, I definitely wanted Boogie into my, into my uh, identifier or brand because um, I grew up around like, you know, funk music, soul, a lot of 70s funk, um, you know, some of that 80s funk too, like, like ready for the world and stuff um mm-hmm. so so i really uh you know being a b-boy and being you know in the, in the dance community especially you know in that era um you appreciate a lot of um that kind of like old style music right like so you yeah. know things like when i you know those events like almost on monday or florida funk like that that was i was a frequent um i was a frequent visitor of those like parties because you know awesome. the, the play really it was always fun right but but anyway so yeah so i uh i was born and i was born and raised and uh, Fremont, New City area. Um, you know, if you if, if people kind of recognize the name uh, Tri City, so mm-hmm. Fremont, New City, Newark. Um, I lived in Fremont for you know majority of my life, and then I lived in San Jose for a bit, and then I also lived in Oakland for a bit. Um, I now reside in San Mateo, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I find I find a lot of homage in um, in both Oakland and the city. You know, uh, so I do have a residency residency in both both cities in. Uh, San Francisco, I have a residency at a venue called Spin. It's like a ping pong bar. It's like, it's definitely not like a um, somewhere you would go to to really turn up, um, but you would go there just to kind of like listen to good music. So, um, but then my my personal favorite residency right now is at Seventh West, where uh, we have a um, an event every second Thursday called Aqua Boogie. And at first we were playing you know funk soul and boogie, but awesome. now we kind of mix it up, right? So we kind of play a lot of flips. 
we play a lot of boom bap in 90s um, along with a lot of like throwback uh 70s um funk soul and you know stuff like maze frankie beverly and um you know earthman and fire and stuff all right we boogie when did the light go off in your head that you wanted to pursue dj as a career oh man that is a okay that's a great question so um so i'll try to make this as simple as possible so, so i i i've been playing so i'm a little older right? i think i am i mean um i i've been playing music since i was 12 right so I picked up the, the, you know, guitar, I played, you know, the acoustic guitar, then I played um, the electric guitar, playing metal, experimental, um, you know, rock and stuff. So actually a lot of my influences as a kid um, was like Rage Against the Machine, Metallica, Megadeth, you know, all these like, you know, really um, 80s and alternative rock um, F bands. So music was a really a natural thing that I was picking up, right? And, th- and this was a, um, this was the the Hui that wasn't really, um, I couldn't really read music that well, but then I can like hear things and understand formulas and patterns and stuff, right? Um, nice. And then so, so after that, you know, of course we get older and we you know we go into college and we try to pursue like a career that thinks that suits us, right? So I did try to pursue something to sound engineering, but then um, I actually got into something else, right? Which was um, obviously, uh, tech and business was made sense at the time, especially you know when our economy went into recession in 2008. So uh-huh. I got offered to co-found a startup, and we were doing pretty well. Um, and we got you know our first seed funding, and then we we're applying for a second a second seed, but you know it, it didn't go too well. So we were one of those startups that failed, right? Um, and so that kind of took a hit on me, and I was you know in that job search, right? I was like, man, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. Um, and then I picked up a contract gig at, um, you know, as a contractor at Facebook. I was like, man, I think I can do this. You know, I think I can convert to, you know, to a full-time employee and I can, I, I made it, right? I made it, right? And I was getting paid yeah. pretty well, but then, man, you know, I was not happy. I was like, and, and keep in mind too, like during this, this, um, this time frame, I was, mm-hmm. uh, I was dancing. I was, I got introduced to hip hop, right? I was like playing with turntables a little bit, but it wasn't that serious. Like I didn't, I never had my own set, right? So it wasn't really um, anything like, uh, like things just like for maybe spend part time. So, uh, so then I was trying to get you know a full time job at Facebook, but then I, I just wasn't happy. You know, I was getting depressed, and I just mm-hmm. felt really numb. You know, what I mean, um, even though like the income was really good, I just I yeah. internally felt like just really sad. So then. I came to uh, when it came to the time frame where I need to renew my contract. Um, uh-huh. I, I just said no, you know. I just said you know, F it, I'm, I'll figure this out. You know what I mean? Uh, I want to do something that I want that can make me happy, right? So, uh, right. and then that's when um, you know, a mentor of mine, uh, RJ Coral, uh, he you know, he reached out to me um, for a gig. I did the gig, and then we had some like conversations about like uh, his agency, uh, CTA or Creative Trend Agency, uh-huh. and. And then um, it had to do with like lighting, sound, and DJing, and entertainment, and uh, talent, right? So, or any creative experience that um, the client wants to um, wants to design or uh, create. So, really cool. Um, he gave me a lot of opportunities to DJ or try it. Uh, you know, some parties here and there. And then slowly, I, I started to feel like, man, I actually really enjoy this. Um, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna give this, you know, 
a shot, right? Like not not totally full time, but I'm, I'm gonna give it a shot, right? So I worked yeah. my ass off, like to buy a turntable, you know what I mean, to buy a mixer, and I did gigs here and there. I, I the morning was for me was to get as much experience. So then, um, I think it was. Let me see. It was uh, what year is it? 2019. It was the end of 2017 where I started really getting into it, right? And then 2018 was when I started to track how much gigs I was getting and also how many parties I was spinning. Um, nice. And then so I, uh, I'll tell you right now, like 2018 compared to uh, DJing, just DJing and doing uh, live sound and staging compared to mm -hmm. when I was looking at Facebook, the income started to match. And then I also started to um, make more. So I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. Um, so then then that's when I realized at the end of 2018, I'm going to pursue this uh, like head on, right? Um, and awesome. yeah, yeah, and after that, so I guess the light turned on when, when I met my, my mentors, right? Or when I got in contact and closer, um, uh, in close with uh, my mentor, RJ Corhold. My next question is a two-parter. The first part is, is your music selection influenced by your b-boy roots? And did you DJ before you DJed? And the second part is, what are some pieces of advice you'd like to impart for both beginning DJs and b-boys and b-girls in terms of an aspirational point of view? Yeah, yeah, I did. So I, I b-boyed like probably, I was already in the game 10 years. So uh, I'm definitely a guy who, you know, appreciates footwork, footwork patterns, you know, like puzzles and like, you know, things, making shapes with your feet, you know, stuff like that, right? Um, so I know, in, like, um, and I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, everyone else knows this, that in like b-boy culture, um, if, if the DJ, if the DJ is whack, then the jam or the event's going to be whack, or even how the dancer is going to dance is going to be whack. So there has to be like a consistent synergy. Uh, between um, you know the two the two artists, so um, and the, the the DJing and b-boying or the DJs who be, uh, DJ at b-boy events, um, they have like really dope selection, right? Uh, they use breaks, very high energy, funky drum uh, juggle, right? So yeah. they don't necessarily loop, they don't you know loop a track, right? They actually juggling and sometimes they play tricks, sometimes they do a slow mo like scratch, right? They'll do snare fills, so. Um, that definitely has a, a place, you know, in my heart and style when it when it comes to um, when it comes to like um, uh, b-boying. I'm sorry, DJing. Um, there's that, and also the b-boying is, or sorry, b-boy events or b-boy music definitely mm -hmm. comprises a lot of like not just breaks and 70s music or funk music, but a lot of boom bap too, right? So a lot of boom bap hip hop. Um, 90s hip hop, right? You know, like Gangstar and um, De La Soul and like Eric B. Martin. So um, all those like type of all that type of music um, is, is like uh, where it hits home, right? Very like dope lyrics. Um, the, the golden era of hip hop or rap, right? Uh, super clean. You know, not 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 all the lyrics that have a customer now. Um, they said it with a lot of poise and there's a lot of charisma behind their lyrics. So. Um, so yeah, so so imagine like that um, mm -hmm. being like uh, you know taking their DNA and then trying to influence to, like some of the mixes I try to put out now, right? So um, that's why a lot of the flips um, that I try to throw out there, some mm -hmm. of the 2000s and 90s throwbacks, um, like it's 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 uh, 
like the lyrics are there but then um the instruments that follow it is like kind of like the new age stuff right like i don't even know the term but you know like future like future stuff you know yeah, that kind of world yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah the world um what's that one thing called uh like violet funk right so violet flip um that's why i like throwing those out because um there's a sense of nostalgia um to the our, our my listeners and also um it makes me like put it puts me like on edge and on my toes like damn yeah, man like that sounds so dope i gotta keep digging you know what i mean um so, hell yeah 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 it's really it's really cool man like um i the, the dig the dig uh, as a dj is hella annoying but it's tedious but it's also like the best part i think you know the first advice for sure right is is if you're looking uh, especially for dj right if you're looking to try it out um like you have nothing to lose right so it's not like you're gonna sell your house and buy turntables and like oh shit i shouldn't have done that you know what i mean like you actually have nothing to lose so that's that's one and if you have nothing to lose and you have that persona um then then you'll tr you'll treat the art form uh with a lot of love and appreciation because you're really doing it for like the love of music and the love of um the art of it right so that's that's really important um and the follow-up question to that is um just like b-boying just like martial arts, just like DJing, uh, when you're learning how to DJ or when you're starting off how to DJ, um, there's a lot of, because we live in a time where there's a lot of accessibility to information and um, new tools and, and stuff like that, it's very huh. easy to uh, bend the rules in, in DJing, right? Which is yeah. totally fine, right? Um, but um, if you want to bend the rules, it, it actually pays off uh, more, pays off, pays you out more in the long term to learn the rules, right? So what does that even mean? That means, um, you know, learning how to beat match like with actual vinyl on actual turntables. Um, yeah. Learning how, learning how to do an actual echo out on the vinyl where you pull back and forth and you go up and down the fader 80%, 70%, 50%, you know, 40%, right? <laughs> Um, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Um, you know, not everyone's going to be a, a scratch, um, a scratching turntablist, right? And, and I've accepted that. Um, not everyone's going to be like, you know, appreciating the the art to the, to the fact where it's like, oh, who is Hubert? Or who are these guys? Or, oh, what? Mixed Master Mark, who's that guy? You know what I mean? Like, that's all mm -hmm. good, you know? Hopefully you will, you guys, you know, not you guys, but people will learn. But if you want to like, if, if, if you want to uh, learn it and appreciate the art and, you know, uh, uh, what's the word? Encompass love for it. Then, yeah, my best suggestion is, you know, learn everything as, as most basic as you can, um, because because if if you don't, then um, you're just going to be a uh, cookie cutted copy and paste, you know, other DJ, right? Where they just absolutely click play, you know, click a you know press a Q button, fade in, fade out, right? Um, and that's uh, that's a very uh, I don't want to say like lazy way. It's a very uh, simple way to tell a story, right? But then if you know how to bend the rules while knowing the, the exact rules and you tell a story knowing that like it's, it's amazing right um but anyways but yeah you know you uh i guess the big, biggest advice is understand you have nothing to lose um it pays out more to learn the basics uh to learn the actual rules before you start bending the rules and also like uh, um <clears throat> like if you if you you know study right always you know consistently study and also um like treat it treat it as if like, I mean, I don't like to use the word homework or um, like a school or lessons, but there are, there's so many different like techniques and things that you do. You know, it, it pays out to like, you know, learn like, oh, what is, um, 
what is doing a chase pattern or what is beat juggling? What is a, what is a bar? What is a phrase? Right. Um, you know, and, 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 and I'm guilty of it. Like when I first did it, I, 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 um, uh, um, I originally did, um, five, six, seven, eight, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. But then it wasn't until recently, like I was like, oh shoot, like that's what a bar is. One, two, three, four. Oh, and a phrase is an eight count. Oh, okay. I get it. Right. So, so that's, you know, this is recent, right? So, um, so that means I'm still trying to, you know, uh, be as cultural still, learning from other artists, and I'm trying to fill up my cups as much as I can. So. Next question, we boogie. You're stuck on a deserted island, and you have only one record player, but you can only bring one record with you. Something that has a lot of replay value, because you're stuck on this this deserted island for an indefinite number number of days, months, could be weeks, could be years, maybe the rest of your life. What would that one singular record be? Oh man, you know what? Oh, that's perfect. I just picked this up uh, because um, they don't sell this on iTunes anymore. They don't like, um, it's not like, you, know, you can't get it, right? It's like really hard to get. And it's not a record that's rare. And when I say it, you're gonna be like, oh, that makes sense, right? It's uh, Kanye West's College Dropout. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, yeah. That like it's tight, you know, it, it has a good amount of songs, good amount of lyrics. You can always like re analyze lyrics. Um, he has like featured artists there on the two, Khalid Pauli, uh, Common, right? Um, uh, obviously Jay Z, and yeah, man, like I don't know, that record is really dope. You know, old Kanye, man, like he he really had something going on during that time, and um, and you know, um, I, this is kind of a, a guilty, not a guilty pleasure, but it's something I'm like definitely guilty of, right? I'm not a very good um, lyricist, meaning I'm not. Like, like when people tell me, like, if people, if someone raps me a lyric and I have to listen to it again, like, oh, oh shit, that's right, that's Biggie. Um, so, so that I'm kind of at, at fault for that, but, but in terms of beat and like uh, the, the sound of the instruments, I really vibe and love and appreciate uh, the music in the background. Um, and so if you think about Kanye West's college rap, oh, dude, it's all of his backtracks, all of his, like, are so freaking, I can listen all day, you know what I mean? Even if there's no, no rapping, like, I can listen to it. taking the time to interview with me we boogie let the people know what you to expect on your guest mix i definitely gonna play some violet flips for sure uh, but i'm also gonna play a lot of flips so and a lot of flips meaning a lot of um older stuff a lot of like the older you know 80s um 80s song 80s pop music right uh, a lot of like Whitney Houston and bobby brown flips um and then you know, and of course, the occasional like some you know feature R and B stuff. Um, but 
there's gonna be a lot of really cool so again like i'm gonna try my best to keep it nostalgic and i, I want i want people when they hear the mix they're gonna be like um well what is this song and then when the lyrics kick in or the hook kicks in they're like oh shoot it's that song yeah you know i mean so it's, it's gonna be tight like yeah it's gonna be like kind of like a, a slap in the face that's my goal that's that's actually the the goal when i dj right i want to slap them in the face like <laughs> sounds aggressive <laughs> but that's that's like what i want to do yeah All right, once again, huge, massive shout-outs to Wee Boogie for taking the time to interview with me. So many, so many knowledge, diamonds, and gems in that interview. Thank you very much, man. Very inspiring. All right, so once again, it's time. It's about that time again. We're about to hop right into that guest mix, curated and sequenced and mixed beautifully by my man, Wee Boogie. You're listening to Wee Boogie on Instant Vintage Radio. What? I'm still your friend. Yeah. Come on, give me a hug.
Lean on it. Free my niggas up behind bars. Two hundred pounds for a lawyer beat the charge. 
take down, run the belly, watch a fuck If a nigga try to rob, fucking hit him with the hoe Word on the street, I'm a suspect Hanging with the killers in the projects
many times By hoping that I let the good things pass me by And then one day I ask myself the reason why And like an answer from above you came into my life And showed me one thing for sure With love, nothing is certain
Just saying that you, you, you just, uh, you, uh, I think if I, to subject the kids, you, you know what? It's funny. Nobody really cares what you have to say. You're a negativity spreader. You're contaminating my well, Finley, and I won't have it.
candy belongs to Seymour Butts. Who's Seymour Butts? Butts.